Midday Treat with NAZ Elite, a monthly podcast in which I chat with Hoka NAZ Elite team members, and you'll get a behind-the-scenes scoop on their training, racing, and everyday lives. I'm your host, Eric Sensman. You can find our monthly podcast on SoundCloud uh, by searching Hoka NAZ Elite, and you can learn more about the faces behind the team uh, by visiting their website, nazelite.com, their Facebook page, Northern Arizona Elite, or their Instagram and Twitter, both at NAZ underscore Elite. So welcome to this episode of Midday Treat with NAZ Elite. I believe this will be episode 22. We'll see when it goes live. Um, but I, uh, I am happy to welcome for the first time a new member of the NAZ Elite team. Uh, Sid is with me. And um, as we talked about uh, before we started here, Sid, I know very little about you. Um, embarrassingly, not even your last name. It's not even written on That's the okay. sheet. That's okay. It's uh, it's Vaughn. <laughs> Vaughn, there you go. <laughs> I think Ben did say your last name and I didn't catch it. So um, yeah, Sid, good to have you. How you doing? Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Good. How are you? Good, good. Doing well. Um, excited to get you going here. Um, you are one of four new members to the team this year, yep. which is exciting. Um, so we'll go back even further than when... Than, than just uh, getting on the team uh, way back. So you grew up in Louisiana. Yep, yeah, originally from Baton Rouge, and then I went to um, high school in Augusta, Georgia, and then college at the University of Georgia. Okay. So did, your, did you end up going to Augusta for, like, uh, competitive reasons? Or uh, no, my mom moved for work, okay. and so I moved with her. Cool, cool. And what was the... What was the scene like in high school in terms of the uh, the running scene and the competition? Yeah, I mean, you know, Georgia was, it was pretty solid, but... Um, you know, it had a few top guys, but wasn't anything, you know, too crazy on the national level. Um, I'd say it's definitely gotten better since I graduated. Um, but, you know, I wasn't amazing or anything. I was a 920, 419 guy out of high school. Okay. But uh, you won a state title. I did, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> two mile, my 920. Won your state your title. 920 did? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Was that a competitive, like, was it close? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, I think the guy who got second was, like, one second behind me or something. Okay. So it came down to the last lap. There was three of us. So Okay. Very cool. Um, so you stayed in state uh, following high school? Yeah. Went to University of Georgia? Yep. Yeah, it was only 90 miles when I went to high school, so not too far Oh, away. really? Yep. Okay, cool. And so was the, um, was the goal to find a competitive program or just find somewhere that was close or what, what were you kind of looking yeah, for? Yeah, you know, I definitely wanted to find a program that I thought that I fit into. Um, but also, whenever I was taking my visits, you know, I'd always heard from you know, past teammates um, of my high school and stuff to, like, try and find a place where if I'd, like, gotten injured, I would still, like, enjoy my college life, yeah. you know, um, which ended up being a good thing for me because I did get hurt my sophomore year. Um, and, you know, I still enjoyed school and everything there and my major, so it was, it was a good pick for me, good fit. Sure. And what did you study at uh, Georgia? Uh, so I got my business degree. I was consumer economics major. Okay. All right. Um, so you, you have a you have hope if, if running doesn't work yeah, out. Again. Yeah, <laughs> backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so your your college career, I understand, was a little bit up and down. You mentioned the injury. So were you yep. out uh, the whole of your sophomore year? No, I ran um, cross, and I I had an okay year. My freshman year, we made it to nationals as a team. I think we were eight, 18th or 19th, um, and then my sophomore year, we made it again. But um, I had the flu, so I ran with that, and Bummer. I think I beat like five or six people. It was a really <laughs> bad race for me, but you know, it was the experience of nationals. But um, um, I was going to come back for the indoor season and outdoor, of course, but I had tendonitis in my foot and it was just kind of a lingering thing where I just couldn't really get through it. And sure. so I ended up, I had redshirted indoor my freshman year, so I burned the indoor season my sophomore year, you know, just couldn't compete and yeah. then redshirted outdoor. Okay. Um, and then was back my junior year for all, all three. Okay. And in junior, senior year, 
I guess, went better than, than the first year. Yeah, so my junior year was definitely better. My fourth year was actually my worst year. Um, I don't know what happened. Like, my workouts and training was great, but my races, I, I strung together one decent 10K. I think I ran, like, 29.40, but okay. everything else besides that was just you know, kind of abysmal in terms of where I had been. Uh-huh. And so everything kind of clicked my fifth year. Um, okay. The summer heading into that, I actually moved to Boulder for the summer and trained for like two and a half months heading awesome. into it. And um, I think that kind of re-sparked kind of like my love for the sport because, you know, my fourth year going so poorly, I just like wasn't really enjoying running anymore. Sure. Um, but a few of my teammates kind of had the idea in like February or March of my fourth year. I'm like, hey, would you want to go out for the summer to Boulder and train? And I was like, yeah, I'd be down. Let's do it. And I'd already committed to it, you know, before my outdoor season had even gone bad. So I was like, well, I'm not going to back out now. Yeah. And we went out there, had a great summer, and then I came back, and my fifth year was great. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think people go through uh, rough spells, whether they're elites or yeah, know, just the the average runner. What <clears throat> I guess a change of pace ultimately, or a change of scenery, is is what did it, or how did you sort of work through the the rough patches? You know, I just I think so i my 10k had qualified me for regionals my fourth year and i didn't run well there you know i just kind of had continued the theme unfortunately um and so i just kind of took like two weeks away from running completely just to kind of you know clear my head and get everything away from it and then yeah you know just getting out to boulder and then really finding why i enjoyed running not having to do it you know competitively at that time just kind of you know you're doing base mileage stuff like that just having fun with my teammates that i was out there with yeah Um, and so that kind of re-sparked it for me and of course that you know that community is a big running community so it was cool to to see that because it was a little different change of pace from the south yeah 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 speak to those differences what uh how, how different <laughs> yeah i mean very you know like uh, i'd say georgia is definitely more active than louisiana is in terms of like fitness and things like that <laughs> right? from you know my experiences um where i was living uh, but, you know, Boulder and then even Flagstaff, too, is just on another level of, like, the whole community loves to, you know, exercise, whether it's running, biking, skiing, what it's just outdoors, everything, you know? Sure. So, I suppose that's um, much more motivating to be in an environment. Definitely, you know, yeah, yeah, it, it, it makes it more fun just because everyone's kind of doing the same thing you are. Right, You're right. not, like, the anomaly out there. Yeah, right, exactly. How do you, uh, yeah, I bet you got some stories about, like, running some country roads in Georgia. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, stuff thrown at me, all kind of things. Said, Is that right? Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's, yeah. What was Lives the, up to it. What was the worst such incident? Were you ever, like, actually struck by something? Uh, no, actually, I actually have a funny story. I was running, this actually wasn't in Georgia or Louisiana. I was in Florida uh, for the okay. summer, or for, like, a week in the summer visiting one of my friends who ran for University of Florida. And we were just on, like, a four-mile shakeout run in the afternoon. And this truck, like, threw an orange at us, but he missed. And so it, like, went by, but it was, like, really close to hitting us, and it, you know, made me pretty mad. So I pick up the orange, and the guy gets stopped at a light, and I just, like, you know, as hard as I could, crow-hopped into it and just slammed it right into the side of his door. Um, and so he kind of chased us for a little while, and that was, you know, a good time. But that was probably the, the closest I ever came to actually getting hit by something. Right, right. I, uh, I briefly lived, actually, in Florida for six months, and I would go was well, super hot yeah right? of course yeah <laughs> like yeah, pretty much so all the time hot. and i would i on multiple occasions would end up in an orange grove like grabbing an orange because yep. i was like <laughs> suffering really bad oh yeah the humidity is terrible man. yeah do you do you find that you because you grew up running in that uh, heat and humidity that you do well with it yeah you know i i prefer not necessarily like racing in the heat but you know that's definitely been the biggest <laughs> change with you know having lived in boulder and then now here in flagstaff is it just so consistently cold all the time right has been hard so you know, it's definitely still tough to race in the heat, but it's I, it's probably not as bad for me as people, you know, who have lived in cooler environments, less sure. humid places. Sure, uh-huh. sure. And so when you spent that first summer or couple months in Boulder um, before your fifth year, 
What did had you run at altitude much before? I I never had. You never had. Yeah, never okay. enough, dude. So how'd you? What'd you think of that first experience? Um, you know, it was pretty rough. Again, like I said, I took two weeks off before even heading there. So yeah. like, one, I was out of shape, and then two, you know, trying to train at five thousand right. as opposed to like five hundred. Uh -huh. Um, so that was a a big adjustment. But you know, it's funny. Right as I started to like you know, things started clicking. It was like, all right, time to go back to school. But, right. you know, it was still good. Um, just kind of suffering definitely for the first month, though. Just every hill, every run, you're just yeah. like, oh, this is rough. <laughs> I know the hills. That's where you really feel. Oh, yeah. Going, going up. Yeah. Um, so you, you ended up moving to, to Boulder after your fifth fifth year. Yep. Um, well, let, let me ask uh, a bit more about the fifth year. So I, I imagine you had some PRs your last yeah, year. Then? Yeah, so I PR'd um, actually like every event wow. um, that I ran except for the mile because i didn't get to really i think i ran one but it was kind of a slow race but okay. every event uh cross my ak i got it down to 24 flat um and then my 10k cross i think i ran like 30 50 and was like 15th at my regional meet okay. um but we were third as a team so we just missed out on qualifying so uh, that was bummer. a bummer and then indoor went well i ran 806 for the 3k um and then my 5k I think I ran 14.20, but I only ran one in, a, again, a kind of sit-and-kick race. Sure. Um, and then outdoor, I went 14.01 and 29.08 for 5K okay. and 10K. Yep. So that 29.08 was kind of the race where I was kind of like, okay, like I think I might want to continue running. So that's when I kind of started my process of like looking into what I'd want to do okay. past college. Okay, okay. So that, yeah, you hadn't thought too much about it until that last yeah, year. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, especially after my fourth year because it was like, oh, man, maybe I just, you know, and burned out and I just don't, don't have right. it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be a tough thing to yeah, you know, consider. <laughs> yeah, it, it was tough, you know, and again, being in a rough spot, having all those bad races, you're sure. just not in a good spot mentally. You're like, man, this is, you know, it kind of feels pointless. You're like, why am I doing all this stuff? It's right. not really panning out for me. So so you did end up in Boulder summer of 2017 or after graduation? Yeah, so I moved, let's see, I graduated in May of 2017, and then I've had two more months on my lease um, in Athens, Georgia. And so once that ran out, I packed up my truck and just drove out to Boulder. So I got there. Right at the end of July, I think. Okay. 2017. Uh-huh. And did you have set plans in terms of, like, uh, a coach or a team? Or yeah. Like so, I had been, um, taught, you know, I reached out to a few coaches after I ran my 2908. So, I was like, okay, I feel like this time could, you know, potentially not get me any contract or money or anything like that, but could get me into a group and just, you know, able to train with some people. And so, I kind of reached out to a few different groups. And ultimately, um, Brad Hudson got back to me um, and said he'd have a spot for me on Hudson Elite's team if I wanted to move out there. And so... That's why I ultimately ended up doing. I was training with um, Parker Stinson, Trevor mm -hmm. Dunbar, Luis Orta. Yeah, wow, quite a group. Yeah, yeah, we had a good squad. <laughs> yeah, fun. so what was that? Uh, yeah, again, you were there for a little over a year, year and a half. Yeah. What was that experience like compared to um, college? You know, I'd say the environment was a, a lot more intense just because, you know, um, Parker and Trevor coming from Oregon were, you know, uh, training at a very high level already there. Um, and so the mileage was a lot higher than I was used to. Workouts were, you know, faster, more intense. Um, even training runs were a little bit harder at first just because, you know, it was reacclimating altitude. But sure. then again, with Brad's, like, training system, it was kind of a – we, like, had very few, like, easy days. So, okay. you know, there was, like – if it wasn't, like, a workout, it might be, like, a moderate long run. So you're running, like, 540 to 550 for 13 or 14 after working out the day before. Sure. So, you know, running on tired legs like that pretty consistently was something I had to get used to. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, it, 
it paid off based on some some races last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, I ended up um, getting some PRs. <laughs> yeah. So what what was the before we get into those races last year? What was in terms of volume? Um, you mentioned an increase. How, yeah. how big was that increase? Um, so in the summer heading into my fifth year, I think I hit ninety three miles, the most I'd ever run okay. in a week. Um, and then. Once I, you know, Brad didn't jump me up to anything crazy right away, but, uh, you know, I was running consistently 100 to 105 for that, um, the end of the fall slash beginning of the spring, um, of 2018. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so we, I've got three results to, to look at, um, from last year, you you PR'd in the 10K, 2832. Yep. Um, so that's a significant jump. I'll just run through and we can, yeah. we can talk a little more. Uh, you won the Sacktown 10 mile in 47.45. That was a 10 mile debut. And then the Rock and Roll San Jose half, uh, 103.36, which was a personal best. Was it? Was that also a debut? Uh, no, you, no, okay. I'd run a few halves. You'd run a few halves, yeah, okay. my debut was um, the Monterey Bay in 2017. I went 64.03 out there. Okay, yep. Um, yeah, so I mean, super solid time. So, uh, where was that? Uh, where was the 10K? So I went to uh, Mount Sac. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the reason I actually went there was I was hoping to get into Stanford um, to run the 10K earlier in March. Okay. Um, and then I, or I guess late March, I don't remember when it was, but sometime in March, and I didn't get into it. And so I went to San Francisco State and I ran there. But it was like a morning race, and then. There were two guys who, they went and blasted. They ran, like, I think 28.08 and 28.15. Wow. But it was, you know, I just went out a little bit aggressive with them, and it kind of backfired for me. So I ran 28.58, which was, you know, a PR, but not what I was hoping for. I wanted to get under 28.40 for the uh, USA's okay. qualifier. Uh-huh. And so um, I was looking for another 10K, but it was kind of hard to find one because I also wanted to run the U.S. half champs. And, okay. you know, I felt Peyton Jordan was a little bit out of my, like, reach. Like, I wasn't quite ready to try and run a 28 flat race. You sure. Know? obviously shown with my San Francisco race. So um, my teammate Parker was talking with me and he was like, hey, if you want, like I need a really good workout session before um, US Half Champs, which was May, I think May 5th or 7th or something. And this was the middle of it, uh, April. And he was like, if you want, I'll go out to Mount Sac with you and I'll just do it in my flats and we can, you know, get in a groove and click and swap off every 800 meters. And then if you're feeling good, you can go, but I'll get you a good bit of the way. And so it just ended up, we went the whole way together, um, oh, running 2832. So it was pretty cool. We just swapped off every 800 and, um, you know, just kind of helped each other out. And he really pulled me through that one. It was cool. That's amazing. Yeah. So what? I got really lucky because the, you know, the race wasn't really there for a 2830 kind of day sure. if he, if he wouldn't have been there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So did you, uh, did you have to like buy him a car or like how did that No, work? no, he was, uh, <laughs> out of the goodness was, of his heart. No, exactly. Yeah. He's just a good guy. It was, you know, he wanted me to succeed too. Sure. Um, and so that was what was so great because he knew how much, you know, coming out of college, like one of my big goals, I was like, oh, I'd love to, you know, make us champs. I never made it. Like, it'd be so cool. Cause I never qualified for NCAA outdoor. And I was right. like, you know, I feel like I'm so much better than I was and like, sure. you know, making that jump would be good for me. And so he just wanted to see me do it. And then, you know, we got in some good training while we were in California too at sea level. So right. solid. Awesome. Very cool. So, uh, sequentially, I guess that was the first big race of last year or break- breakthrough, I guess. And then it was the Sacktown. Uh, so it's funny. Sacktown was actually the week after the San Francisco state. Oh, 10K. it was. Okay. Yeah. So uh-huh. I ran the San Francisco state was on a Saturday morning. Okay. And then Sacktown was the following Sunday. Okay. Uh, but Sacktown is kind of a funny story. So I was working at Boulder running company. Um, oh, you were. but I didn't have any like health or dental insurance yet at the time. <laughs> Um, and so I chipped my tooth and so I like had to go pay for this, you know, to get it fixed. And I like had basically with, you know, um, 
with the San Francisco State race, and then you know when you go to Mount Sac, like my credit card was already almost maxed out, and I was like, dude, I just don't have any money to like afford to pay for this tooth right now, and so, um, but I ended up you know charging it to the card, and I was like, this sucks, like I'm really gonna like have to find a way to get some money, and so I was telling I was telling Parker about like we were on a run, and I was like, dude, I chipped my tooth, and I had to like I don't have dental insurance, it was so expensive to fix, and so he's like, oh, well, I was gonna go do this race, but I'm not gonna go. He's like, it's usually pretty good prize money. He's like, I think you can compete well there. He's like, and the field honestly wasn't that strong last year, and I was like all right let me look into it he's like yeah i'll email the race director see if you can get in um so he emailed daniel dominicelli um and she let me in thankfully and you know gave me a hotel room all that stuff and i went out there and i saw the field like the right whenever i was getting on the plane ended up being like a really solid field and i was like oh man i was like i need to get like at least third in this and it's gonna be like really hard um to do to do that and i was like i never run 10 mile but i run a few half so like i'm you know i'll be okay um but yeah, so I, I got on the starting line and I was like, you know what, man? I was like, worst comes to worst. Like, I'm just going to go out here. This field's really good. It's like kind of an opportunity for me to like show myself against these guys. And I just kind of went out there and just tried to run. Like, it was probably the most aggressive I've ever run uh, just because I was like throwing in all these surges and then I'd come back to the group and then throw in another one kind of the whole way until about nine miles when it finally broke open. Uh, but yeah, originally just went to go get some prize money for my tooth and then ended up having a, a great race and it kind of sparked the whole, you know, um, me getting set up with, with Josh Cox and, you know, kind of getting my name out there. Sure. Sure. Uh, and so w when you say broke open at mile nine, that that's kind of when no one came back again. Yeah. Or, so okay. at, um, <clears throat> at mile eight, it was still, uh, it was Nico Montanez from Mammoth Track Club and uh, Matt Lano. Yep. And so it was three of us all running together at mile eight. And Nico tried to throw in another move. And I was like, all right, I'm going to cover this because, you know, I've been going so hard. I'm like, yeah. I didn't come all this way for nothing. So I cover it. And then that kind of broke Matt a little bit. Uh -huh. And then I threw in one more at like eight and a half. And that just kind of did it. Um, and I just kept my foot on the gas the yeah. whole way. Like, I think it, you know, it was only like nine seconds or 10 seconds, something like that. So it wasn't like that big. But I was like, just hammering the whole way. Right. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> What a story. Uh, so, yeah, for all those out there who are looking for a breakthrough, just chip your tooth. <laughs> yeah. Get some debt. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll help fuel you. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Um, and then, I, I guess, yeah, the Rock and Roll uh, San Jose half um, yep. would have been, was that? That was October. That was October. That was yep. okay. Yeah, same so, day as Chicago. Same day as Chicago. Got it. Um, and what, your 103.36 there, was that... Uh, another race where you're mostly off the front or was there yeah okay. so okay. yeah it was um you know the weather was great and then um shaddy b watt was in there oh yeah and so i was like he had run 61 either the year before or two years ago so i was like oh man like he might be ready to throw down but um i had talked with the hansen coach beforehand and he was just doing kind of a workout but okay. he was still gonna you know try and click some 450s so i was like okay that'll be good um, but you know, again, once it came down to where it was really time to go, cause I wanted to get my Olympic trials qualified and have it yet. Okay. Um, and so I figured this would be a good opportunity yep. cause I was hoping to do it in Philly, but I cramped up and ended up like having a really bad day. Um, I think I went like 68. And so I was like, Oh, I need a race cause Philly was going to be the one. Sure. Um, but it wasn't my day. And so, yeah, I think I ran with, um, Shaddy for probably like seven or eight miles. And then the last, you know, um, five or six were alone. Okay. So that must have been, um, well, certainly mentally a good boost going into CIM. Well, yeah. you had two, I guess, two months later, but yeah. um, probably feeling some confidence going into that debut For sure. marathon. Yeah, I was feeling really good, especially because, you know, I was doing pretty high mileage <laughs> at that point. Um, you know, I think between... Cause you did taper for San Jose. Yeah, right? San Jose was two weeks later than, um, than Philly was, and I think I did... 
like 105 and 110, you wow. know, heading into it. So, yeah. I, you know, I wasn't fresh, but I, you know, my legs are feeling good because I had been doing really good workouts. And I was confident in my training. Right. Um, but yeah, that was, it ended up being weird. I was hoping to do Monterey Bay as my tune-up going into CIM, but it got canceled with the California ah, fires right. for the air yes. quality. So yeah, so that ended up being my last race before. Was San um, Jose the same weekend as Monterey? No, no, no. It was okay. about a month earlier. Oh, it was a month earlier. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yep. So yeah, so I was hoping to race, you know, one more half before heading into the got it, marathon. Got it. And what did you end up doing instead of Monterey? So <laughs> since it was so close to um, to uh, CIM, I didn't end up doing anything. Okay. Um, and I thought about, like, I know Kellen Taylor, for example, she was at Monterey and she flew to Rock and Roll Vegas. Vegas. Yep. And I was thinking about doing it, but I just like... I, I don't usually race or like feel too well, like coming straight off the plane. Sure. And so, you know, it was like my plane was going to land like, you know, a few hours before the race and I like, it might've been okay, but I just didn't feel like right. it was going to be worth it for me to fly there and then, you know, try and do it. I was like, well, Monterey is canceled. I'll get in a good, um, I ended up doing like a 30 K, uh, tempo the following Tuesday instead, you know, a hard okay. effort, um, instead of doing a race. Sure. Well, you, you're still new to the <clears throat> NAZ elite team, but you've probably been here long enough to learn that. Kellen's not really human. Yeah, no, yeah, no. She's she's a beast, um, especially you know like the running and in the weight room. She's yep. she's a monster. It's crazy. She is. Yeah. She is. It's especially impressive. I'm so new to the to the weight room stuff, and okay. so it's, I'm just seeing what she's doing. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like please don't look at me while I'm over here. <laughs> You've got the kid weights going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I got the dumbbell. She's yep. over here with the barbell, like loaded up. Right, like, right. Oh, cool. <laughs> You'll get there. You'll yeah, get one there. day, one day. <laughs> um, so yeah, CIM of course uh, the debut back in December didn't go obviously quite to plan yet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I had a good, you know, 22 miles. Um, and then I got a pretty nasty side stitch and kind of walk jogged it in. Unfortunately, you know, it was, uh, definitely a deflating day. Sure. Um, but you know, I tried like coming from my college career to now, like, you know, I've tried to, again, keep that like love that I have for running and not let these like one performances define it, you know? Yeah. And so I just tried to, you know, that was in December and I just tried to look back at 2018 and be like, Hey, that's a pretty good year for you. You can't let this one, even though this one race, the most recent one can't let it, you know, kind of give way to everything else you did. Sure. Sure. And obviously it, uh, it didn't take away from some steps forward. Cause yeah. you, you ended up here uh, yeah, yeah. with NAZ elite. So what was, what was that process like in terms of, uh, finding, uh, Ben and the team and like, yeah. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, Josh Cox, my agent, uh, mm -hmm. represents me. And so I know he, you know, represents a lot of people in the team. And, um, I would, I was communicating with him that I was probably going to need a new coach. Um, in November. So I was, you know, kind of talking with him like, Hey, I'm probably going to need a new coach sometime soon. You know, do you know of anything? And, you know, he's like, I'll keep my ear open. And then, he mentioned that, you know, there may be a spot here on NAZ with Ben and, um, that ended up, you know, working out. I took my visit out here, I think two weeks after CIM. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I went home for the holidays to my mom and stuff and then, uh, basically got back to Boulder and then, uh, I think I packed up my stuff the next day and, and drove down. Okay. Yeah. Wait, which way did you take from Boulder? Uh, so I went through Loveland to, uh, Utah oh, okay. and kind of came through Moab yep. and then, yeah, straight down. That's a nice way to do it. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. I'd never been to Utah, so oh, it was cool hadn't... to, yeah, drive okay. through and see some stuff. It was yeah, really pretty. That area is beautiful. Yeah, and I got a really, really nice day too. Um, so it was cool. It was, you know, super beautiful out. Yeah, awesome. And had you been to Flagstaff before? Uh, not before that visit. So I'd, I'd never, yeah, okay. I'd never, i actually never been to Arizona, so. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what, what have your first impressions been about, uh, you know, 7,000 feet is definitely a, a big change, but, um, no, it's, it's kind of cool. It's, you know, it's similar to Boulder with the weather, except slightly colder. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's, if it's not snowing, it's very sunny, which is yep. nice. Um, but yeah, definitely colder. Um, 
it seems like more of a, I'd say, like running environment, whereas Boulder had, you know, you have like all the triathletes, all the cyclists. I don't see right. quite as much of that here in Flag. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I guess with it being a little colder makes sense. Right. So, yeah, but there's, you know, some similarities, but Flag's definitely, I think it's a lot smaller too, which I like. Yep. Uh, Boulder was getting pretty busy. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, yeah, I think one thing, well, at least for, for, uh, uh, being on the road, uh, there's tons of trails in Flagstaff, but oh, you're, yeah. not, you're not so much on those. Yeah. Um, but I, I think uh, one major difference from here to Boulder, probably, I feel like there's a lot more dirt to run on for for your purposes. Yeah. That's like you know flat and not technical. Yeah, and, it seems like that. Like there's you know there's definitely some solid access to a lot of different places um, <clears throat> in Boulder. But one thing I will say that I like a lot more too is your ability to drive down. Right. Whereas you know you're at 5,400 in Boulder, so you can drive up to, you know, eight 9,000, but you can't get any lower than 5,000. Right. So it's kind of cool to be able to, like, we were in Camp Verde this morning, and so it's kind of cool to be able to go from 7,000 to, you know, 3,100 right. in 45 minutes. Like, that's kind of unheard of. And, and feel superhuman. Again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a good good feeling. Um, and in terms of choosing NAZ Elite, you, like you said, you are talking to, to Josh and trying to figure out a next step. Um were you were there other possibilities and like this just felt like the best fit or was um, it uh, what what I guess drew you to to NAZ Elite in yeah. particular? Yeah, so you know whenever I was talking to Josh, this was kind of one of the the first thing to come up of like, hey, this is going to be an option um, potentially for you. Like, we'll see if you fit with the team and everything. Yeah. Um, and once I heard that, like I after I took my visit and everything, I told Josh, I was like, hey man, like I'm really committed to this. And you know, for me being a younger younger guy, especially when it comes to the marathon um, distance, uh, it's good with you know such um veterans in the sport you know sure. to, to learn from and get to train with every day it's there i felt like for me there really couldn't be a better place for me to train yeah um and a better team to be on sure sure um have you ever been now the similarities aren't overly striking but have you ever been confused for scott fobble i have not <laughs> <laughs> just seeing you here with the, with the haircut it, oh it looks a little similar yeah yeah i think so <laughs> yeah i haven't okay. i haven't but you, you, you know, have to tell maybe, me I said maybe that. if i get you... down to 212 one day you know, people might <laughs> That's right. Well, maybe looks are like the first step, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, then, yeah. and then that'll come. Um, okay, so you, you have been here a couple months. Uh, you're on the team. You're getting into the swing of things. What uh, what are you looking forward to? What, what's on the horizon for you? Yeah, so um, I'm going to be racing at um, U.S. Cross in, I think, like a week and a half. Days, yeah. Yeah, so... <clears throat> You know, that one will be, it'll be fun. Uh, my fitness won't quite be, you know, top top tier, but it's it's February and sure. it'll be fun. Uh, Ben's definitely been with me into shape with the workouts and the guys too, you know, right. training with them has been helping and, you know, running 7,000 feet, of course. <laughs> yep. But yeah, and then definitely going to do at least one, if not two halves come later in the spring, uh, still figuring out which one's there and then going to run uh, USAs for track again, going to go back out to the 10K. Okay. Um. And then probably, you know, I imagine some other tune-up track races too, but sure. haven't really nailed down anything um, specific besides U.S. Cross. Right. And I know, um, yeah, with U.S. Cross, I know Kia's running. Yep. Um, what other teammates? So we've got Kia, Fobbs, um, Scott Smith, and then myself uh, okay. for the men. And then I know, I think Kellen's going for the women, Steph, uh, Grayson, and I think Alephine. Awesome. So we'll have a pretty, pretty big team. Yeah, you guys are going to have a crew. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be really fun. And then with training uh, so far, um, what how how have workouts gone? Like you mentioned, seven thousand feet is not five thousand feet, which yeah. is very true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I learned that the the hard way on uh, Lake Mary on Saturday. Okay. It was my first tempo out there, um, and so it's kind of funny because so Scott Smith and I were out there working out together, and our like 
we were trying to see the mile markers because they're all, you know, like every half or quarter is even marked on it. But the sun was right in our face, and so we couldn't really see the marks at all. Yeah. And so we were just like, all right, we're just going to go off field. We went out way too hot. Um, and so we finished up okay, but it was just like I was definitely working way too hard after yeah. the first three miles. And yeah. I was like, this is really rough. <laughs> um, but Ben and I were actually joking this morning. The So the mileage hasn't – we haven't really gone too crazy yet, you know, just easing back from CIM. Sure. But it's been kind of thrown into the fire with the workouts because, yeah. you know, obviously <clears throat> racing I want to be in, in – somewhat good shape you know right. not in my best shape but still want to be in good shape and so it's been uh it's been tough i was i was joking i put a post on my instagram i was like this was my first session where i haven't puked in the middle of it because <laughs> i'm trying to get back to my fitness um and so yeah it's, it's been good we've, we've had some some hard ones but you know having that big big group every day has been great yeah i'm sure i'm sure getting you through it now was that a joke or was that true that, that oh the you, puke thing yeah no, that was true that's true <laughs> Yeah, okay. I've, yeah. I think probably the I'm trying to think, the hardest one I think we've done so far was we went down to Sedona. Oh, I heard we, about this. One. Yeah, on so the we, track. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't have the first set of 400s, thankfully. Okay. Uh, so but I, it was it was four 400s, right? Yeah. So it was yeah. four 400s. Um, and I think they did them in 64, 62, 60, and 58. So I got to sit that that part out. And then we did three miles um, in 1436, and so you know like 448 pace yeah. roughly. And then. It was uh, four 800s. We averaged like 218, 219, Oof. and then eight 200s, and we averaged about 30 for those. Oof. So it was, you know, the, the three-mile tempo, definitely the hardest part, and that's, yeah. you know, I just peeled off after we finished and just threw up on the side there and just <laughs> kept it rolling right into the recovery. Now, is this is this like a career-long thing? Uh, so it, it happened to be a couple workouts in Boulder. Okay. Um, but those, yeah, it was kind of same thing, like trying to get back in shape, and I'm just trying to do these workouts where right. my aerobic system has not been, like, attacked this hard in a long time. Right. And so, yeah, it's just trying to get back to it. But it only happened to me twice in Boulder, and sorry, it happened to me, like, three or four times here. So... <laughs> Yeah, you know, oh, I, man, I attribute it to the seven thousand feet again. <laughs> seven thousand feet is Although tough. Although Sedona is only forty-five, but <laughs> right, right. You guys are running hard though. Um, yeah, well, you'll you'll slowly uh, adapt. Maybe we get down the puking to like you know once every couple months. Yeah, you know, hopefully this will be a, a trend in the right direction. Maybe the fitness is coming around, you know, right. pretty quickly, and we'll just we'll cut it off there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you you've alluded to this here in our conversations, but you you've obviously raced a number of distances at this point. Mm -hmm. um, you know the well it sounds like all the way down to the mile in college yep mile through 10k yep and then obviously 10 mile half marathon all the way up to the marathon since uh looking long term where do you see yourself um yeah succeeding or finding your place yeah you know i think long term it'll be the marathon um although my you know debut did not go as i hoped sure. um i you know, I found that, you know, you just look across the board in the marathon, it's, there's a lot of guys who, you know, you, you put in all this hard work for it and it doesn't pan out, but I mean, you know, you, you just keep at it and then you'll have another one, but that's what's so different about the marathon is it's not like the, you know, the half where I did in Philly where I went 68, where I, you know, cramped up, had a bad day. And then two weeks later I was able to go run 63 because right. I could recover. Whereas the marathon, it's like, you got to put in all this time and all these months and weeks of training. And then you got to, you know, take a break, let the body recover yeah. and then build it up again for a few months. So sure. it's kind of hard in that regard to not, you know, it leaves a little bit of a bitter taste in your mouth, you know, for me at least with my debut going that way, but it's, you know, I'm definitely fired up to do another one. I'm not like deterred from it because my first one didn't go well. Sure, sure. And in talking about this year, you you mostly focused on the first half. Is there potentially an opportunity to see you at that distance later in the year? Or? Yeah, yeah. I definitely think uh, there'll <laughs> be 
you know, definitely one more before the trials. Um, you know, that'll hopefully trials be my third marathon. So, okay. um, when I get there. Yeah. So, right. Right. Yeah. Definitely want to get in one more before Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. That seems fair. <laughs> get something a little faster. Under yeah. Your belt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Definitely. Uh, well, as we've been talking here, if you're, if you're viewing this, uh, and not just listening, we, we have some of the, the Hoka NAZ elite, uh, gear in front of us. Have you read inside a marathon? I have looked through it. I haven't read, I don't okay. have a copy yet, but I, um, saw it right whenever I was on my visit was whenever they got some yeah. of the first copies yeah. in and so I was looking through it whenever I was out here. I feel like that should be like part of the hazing process at this point, right? <laughs> like you have to have read this. Yeah, have to read the whole thing. Before you start. <laughs> so inside a marathon, um, that's that's for sale on the site and then uh, the shirts, uh, I got some socks over there so you can find all that on the, the NAZ Elite um, site. Um, all right, well Sid, I didn't know your last name when we started, which is that's really okay. just it reflects poorly on me is what it does but i'm not going to forget it now so yeah sid vaughn thanks for sitting down yeah thanks for having me i appreciate it man all right we'll see you yeah. next time sounds good all right all right <laughs> did it